Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Three, two, one, and we are back. And we are answering a question, a question that we get frequently. It's how to uh, supercharge your center of influence, your past client business. And what we're going to be doing is focusing today on a very simple process, a very simple system that all of you can easily employ. And the best part of it is it costs nothing. Julie and I are not advocates, and I want to make this really clear, not advocates of agents dropping off a constant stream of stuff to their centers of influence and past clients' homes. It's a nice little, I think, holiday type thing if you want to do something special for the holidays. But there's a lot of you that are spending a lot of money and time, frankly, uh, you know, dropping off little, as we call them, tchotchkes at people's houses that cost you, again, a lot of money and time um, and a lot of, frankly, wasted effort. And we're going to be discussing that on today's podcast. At the end of the day, we want you to be very clear. When you join our premier coaching program, the first thing we're going to have you do after you finish the real estate treasure map, when you're generate when you're creating your lead generation spokes, is focus on your centers of influence and past clients. We're going to help you make the list. And so what we're going to do today is we're going to present you an overview, not the drill down content you get in premier coaching, but an overview of exactly what you should do. And this simple three steps, frankly, this will be very, this is a one part show or one episode show. It'll be very simple for all of you to employ this, save this information, share this information with other real estate agents. And remember your centers of influence and past clients spoke will always be your most powerful, most valuable source of business as your business grows. And why is that? Well, if you could choose where your next listing would come from, some of you, it's your first listing. Some of you, it's many, many hundreds listings later. But regardless, where your next listing would come from, wouldn't you always answer a repeat or referral client? Of course you would. But why is that? It's because they're easier to work with. They already trust you. You're probably not going to compete for their business, and they're less likely to throw objections at you or ask for things like commission rebates or any of that other stuff that we don't like to hear about. Now, I want to edit something that Julie just said, or add to it rather. You will be competing, even if it is a center of influence and past client. Um, and you have to assume you're repeating, but to Julie's point, if you did a really stellar job for them and you actually have a very organized, like for example, our seven step listing process. So like, say for example, you sold someone a house, uh, seven years ago. Now you have a very organized, very streamlined professional listing process. You send over a pre-listing pack. You show them that you are indeed a professional in the listing side of the business as well. Then you actually might not compete. Especially if you've been talking with them year in and year out. You have an actual relationship with them. I wouldn't expect that if you only do this now and then when you're desperate for business. What we're talking about today on today's podcast is how to systematically go about this so that you can actually supercharge your repeat and referral business and turn it into something that's repeatable, duplicatable, predictable. That's right. All right. So what we're going to do is we're going to present to you now our three very simple uh, steps to building a powerful, frankly, simplized, simplistic, simplistic, Simplistic. center of influence, past client system. And I want to start out by pointing something very important out. What we're asking you to do will cost you no money. We're not advocates of agents spending a lot of time and money delivering a constant stream of really what amounts to junk to sellers' houses. We do not think that's a great idea. We do not think that's really very professional, nor do we think it's going to generate 
a lot of cons uh, consistent business from you. Why? Because there's too many agents for too many years that have been delivering too many little pieces of throwaway junk to sellers' houses. And I, some of you don't know what I'm talking about, so I'll just tell you. There are, uh, I don't know what you want to call them, center of influence and past client systems with air quotes out there that agents will subscribe to. And what happens then is you enter, obviously, your center of influence and past clients into this system. And then on a regular basis, the system will mail them some little tchotchke or whatever. It might be a calendar, forget-me-not seeds in April, things like that. Uh, or agents are just essentially sent boxes of, you know, junk than to deliver all to their centers of influence and past clients on some sort of predetermined schedule. Now, again, the reason that that does not work, it may have worked like 30 years ago, but the reason it doesn't work now is because everyone's doing it, including the insurance guy, including your car salesman. So people are getting too much junk in the mail and nobody's actually doing the real work, which is picking up the phone and having a phone call. So what we're always going to gear you towards is being proactive with all your lead generation. Why? Because it gives you a competitive advantage. Why does it give you a competitive advantage because everybody else does the passive lead generation. If you're the only, let's say for example, you have a, a great prime center of influence past client. Well, let's say call them a center of influence neighbor uh, three streets away. This is a great house, fantastic, you know, owners, really great. Everything about it's perfect. It would be a amazing listing for you to uh, one day. Now that seller, that owner knows a whole bunch of agents because there's a whole bunch of agents living in your community. Maybe she is, or he is knowing some people that are not even in the community. So they're in the center of influence, past client list, database, CRM of a whole bunch of different agents. Most of those agents are going to do nothing at all to communicate with that potential, uh, you know, listing lead in this example, but those who are, are most certainly not being proactive. They're doing the passive thing where they're dropping off pies in November and doing all the rest of it. So I want you to open your mind to the fact that the way you can have a competitive advantage is if you are actually putting yourself out there to directly communicate with your perspective, these, you know, centers of influence, past client types and providing something of value, something of service to them. And that is, by the way, a phone call, which will not take that much time. Yes, and we'll get to that in a second. So one of the reasons this is so critical is because all the surveys that have ever been done about this have shown the same thing, and that's when somebody is making a decision about who they're going to hire to provide a service like what you do, they first ask, whom do I already know? And generally, right about 87% of the time, that's who they go with. They already know somebody. Remember, that should be you. Let's break that down. Okay, so there was a study that was done, and this, this study's been replicated many times, and this is the way to think of it. So let's say today you had to hire a roofer, a roofer to fix a leak on your house, right? And let's say you knew a roofer that did a great job before, you know, everything about it was fine. That's the roofer you're going to call, prime, you know, assuming that roofer can come out and do the work, that's the roofer for you. Make sense? Mm -hmm. So the first thing that everybody does, generally speaking, is they ask themselves when they need a service provided or even, a, you know, maybe even purchase a product is they say, who do I know? Who do I know that I've ever have a previous experience with? And that's who they're going to lean into first. Now, let's say you didn't know a roofer. You don't know a roofer. You have a roof leak. Roof leak needs fixed. What are you going to do? Are you going to go to Instagram? Are you going to go to TikTok? Are you going to look for roofers on social media? Well, no. I want the dancing roofer. Exactly. <laughs> you're going to look for a centers of influence. You're going to ask a neighbor. You're going to ask somebody you trust. Do you maybe another real estate agent? And you're going to ask them, who do you know that's a kick-ass roofer? Who do you know that I can trust to come out and fix a leak in my roof? That's the pattern that everyone uh, follows when making any sort of decision to buy anything. And then if you didn't know somebody or you don't have a center of influence, I'm sorry, you don't have a trusted friend or advisor that knows somebody, then and only then might you be receptive or might you be looking into 
uh, marketing, advertising, ads, even social media. And so the statistics on how all this falls, as Julius explained this before, but something like 90%, I don't remember the exact numbers, and Julie wrote down some numbers, but she only wrote down the top line numbers. But in essence, 90% of, uh, do you remember actually? It, 87% of the time, they're going to go with somebody they already know. Okay. okay. There's somebody like that's in your smartphone labeled as the roofer. Okay. And now if you don't know anybody already, then they ask a trusted friend or advisor who they know, that's another 6% of the time. And only after those two questions are exhausted do they turn to any kind of advertisement, marketing piece, or search online, including social media. So your job is to be the answer 93% of the time so you don't have to waste your money trying to be the answer 6% of the time. It just makes sense. So for the wonks out there, I've seen the numbers, and Julie has as well, where they've been published where essentially like something like, again- It's 1% or 2% either side of those stats. That's the bottom line. Is very few people actually will hire somebody based on marketing and advertising- and virtually everybody will hire someone based on someone they personally know or a referral from a trusted friend or advisor. That's really the takeaway here. Don't be overly analyzing the numbers, but I have seen these numbers where, you know, essentially 50% of the people will use someone they already know. And then, you know, 45% of the people will use a referral from a trusted friend or advisor and only 5% will actually respond to any kind of advertising. The point being is what are all you being told to do? Market, advertising, brand, why? If only 5% of the time someone's going to make a decision who they should be using based on marketing and advertising, why are you spending all your time there? Why don't you spend all your time in one of the first two more purposeful buckets of opportunity? Doesn't that make sense? It should. Which brings us full circle. Okay. So that means you have to perfect three things in order to create a steady flow of leads in this source of business, your past client center of influence and referrals. So what are those three things? Note takers, get ready. Point number one, have an organized database with names, numbers, email addresses, LinkedIn, Facebook, and other support information on each person. You don't need a fancy CRM. You can just use KV Core, for example. But your job is to call, yes, pick up your phone and talk into it, call each person to update the rest of their profile. It's a great excuse to make that first or next contact if you've been dabbling with this. You want to have a very pure contact-rich list with all of their uh, information so that you can do the next thing, which is point number two. Well, so here's the big takeaway. You do not need an expensive CRM to build a center of influence and past client database. That is how most of the CRM sellers will sell you into believing yeah. that you're supposed to basically spend you know, hundreds of dollars a month on a CRM. You really do not need one for the sake of centers of influence and past clients. And frankly, you don't even need one nowadays for the sake of transaction management because there's so many great systems out there that have that uh, you know, built in. But if you're looking to organize all your data, which you should, and let's say, for example, you're an eXp Realty agent, use KV Core. Use one of the you know, free CRMs that are available online. There are so many ways. And then, frankly, what I would use, and this might sound very basic, but it's what I do use, frankly, for some of the people that we communicate with on a regular basis, is I'll just use Google Calendar. And I'll put in on Monday, these are the people that I'm going to call. And then if I want to call those people every day on Monday the following month, then I just set that appointment to recur. And then in the notes section, when I'm calling that person, this is how I organize my coaching schedule yep, for years. I, mean, I used to have 12 to 14 individual coaching calls a day. I operated like that for like five or six years. And I would just keep all the notes in Google Calendar. I didn't have a CRM for all my hundreds of coaching clients. What was the point? 
All of the information is right there. I'd write down the notes from the last coaching call. I'd write down what the homework was. You guys can do something similar. Now, there are some cool widgets out there that allow you to kind of stalk your centers of influence and past clients on social prior to calling them. I would suggest to you that has some value, but for the sake of what we want you to be doing when contacting your centers of influence and past clients, we really don't want you wasting your time and calling them and asking them questions about the pizza they showed a picture of on Instagram yesterday. They don't really want to have that discourse with you, and it's not the highest and best use of your time either. Again, the big takeaway should be use free CRMs or use a rudimentary one like I just told you, or use something great that that comes with being an EXP agent, for example, KB Core. By the way, yes, Julie and I are proudly associated with EXP Realty. If you would like to join EXP Realty, it is the next natural step, especially in an economy like this, for you to seriously considering moving up to EXP Realty. Julie and I would love the opportunity to earn the right to be your EXP Realty sponsor. If you have not chosen an EXP Realty sponsor, again, we'd love the opportunity to be your EXP Realty sponsor just text me directly on my real life cell phone. <laughs> this is really it. Don't call text. It's very important. I hardly ever can answer my calls uh, because I'm always on the phone, but do text 512-758-0206. Text me directly at 512-758-0206. That is my real cell phone number. And we will have a conversation about eXp Realty. There's two classifications of agents out there, agents that are eXp Realty curious and agents that are going to be joining eXp Realty, which either one you are, I'd love to have the opportunity to help you understand why so many agents have joined eXp Realty and frankly, why we feel that we would be a perfect sponsor for all of you. So text me directly at 512-758-0206. All right, point number two, Julie. Point number two, assuming that you have that organized database. Point number two, actually speak with all of your contacts, and here's the key word, regularly. That means face-to-face, voice-to-voice, real contacts. A contact is a conversation with a decision-making adult about real estate. Refer to our coaching and our podcast about the Ford script that gives you a memory jogger how to create that conversation Ford stands for Family Occupation Recreation Dreams. But we do have scripts of what you're supposed to say and how you're supposed to say it as far as Premier, yes. uh, included with Premier Coaching. So don't worry about what you're going to say on the phone call. The scripts are very non-salesy. They're very... They, Conversational. You, exactly. You won't feel... it. Basically, this is the gist of our script, right? Um, hi, ring, ring. Hello. Hey, Julie, this is Tim Harris with ABC Realty. So listen, I've been getting a lot of calls, emails. I've been getting a lot of you know, messaging from just seems like every source. A lot of uh, my centers of influence, past clients, friends, people I know, love, and care about seem to be very concerned about what's going on in the real estate market. So what I'm going to do to alleviate the unnecessary concerns is I'm going to be calling every single uh, one of you. I'm calling you now to let you know what's going on with your home's value so you don't have to worry. And the good news is I've got great news to share with you right now about your home's value. Are you ready? Wow. Thanks for the call. I was just reading some headlines about this, wondering what in the world is happening in real estate. And all you got to do, guys, is then just give them a snapshot. You can give it for their community or you can just give them an overall snapshot. The overall snapshot actually is a great conversation beginner because here's all you have to say. So here's the great news. Year over year, believe it or not, your home has gone up. 13.3%, which by the way, that's the national average listeners. So year over year, your home is inflated or appreciated by 13.9%. But because I know you put the pool in the backyard and I know you remodeled the bathrooms, your house is probably appreciated or inflated even more than that. So if you'd like me to do a more drilled down, you know, market analysis or a CMA on your house, I'd be happy to and email it to you later today. Is it, would you like me to? 
Yeah, that would be awesome. Okay, great. So let me just get some, and then what you do is you flip right to the seller pre-qualification script. You can do an abbreviated version. You want to find out, are they just interested in knowing the home's value or are they actually thinking about selling the house sometime in the future? And when you use our questionnaire, you use our pre-qualification script, you'll find out because you want to make sure that you're not uh, missing the opportunity to list their house because they're asking for a CMA. It could just be out of curiosity or it could just be because they're thinking about putting it for sale in the spring and now you're front running the opportunity to be one of the agents in contention to get the listing. You guys get it? But you have to have a professional organized approach. Now, what most people are going to say uh, after you give them the overview, 13.3%, your home's increased in value. They're going to say, well, that's great. Thank you very much. And then you're going to have maybe exchange a couple of niceties and that'll be the end of the call. And before you let them go, you always say this, by the way, Julie, who do you know who, or rather this is a, a slightly more aggressive version of it, but who are the one or two people that you know who are thinking about, about selling that I should be helping in this market? And you loop all that together. It becomes natural. You don't have to think about it when you're saying it. We give you all these scripts as far as premier coaching. So why does that work? A, it works because it only works when you're working. So you actually have to make the call. B, you're actually in the, you're calling people and telling them good news. So it's not like you're going to have a bad experience. Something of value. Right. And you're giving them something of value. They're going to want to hear from you. You made them feel good. Maybe they just read a whole bunch of headlines about the sky is falling. And now you've let them know that their house is now worth a hundred thousand more than when they paid for it two years ago. That is something that they're going to look forward to, you know, knowing more about because what you're going to do next month is you're going to call them on the exact same day at the exact same time. Why? Because you know they answered the phone on that day at that time today. So you're going to call them 30 days in advance at 3 p.m. because you know that's when you're going to get them on the phone. And you're going to have a very similar conversation. Hey, Julie, this is Tim. I'm doing as I promised. I'm following up with you. I've got your latest update on your home's value. You ready? More good news. Yes, that's right. And if you're wondering where to get those stats, you can always listen to this podcast because you just got them. But also your individual uh, MLSs are always sending you those monthly and quarterly reports. Some of you, those are sitting in your spam right now. But you usually get a nice, excuse me, a little infographic about days on the market, year over year appreciation, you know, all that kind of stuff. So all, it's, there's no excuse here, but to make these calls. All they want is a shot over the bow as far as homes value. Don't get into that analytical no. wonkish thinking you're supposed to be providing them 47 page CM, uh, no. CMAs. Just tell them how much their home's inflated based on the averages nationally or just in your local market. And then always offer them a more drilled down CMA. Which makes them a better lead when they bite on that. A hundred percent. You guys get it. That is a phone call that they're going to want to hear, that they're going to be ha thankful having you having heard that you've made them feel very good then you start ending every call with by the way who do you know who's thinking about selling that i should be helping in this market mm -hmm. first time you make this call they're not going to have anybody for you guaranteed well they might but pretty much they won't second time you'll start it's let's say you make 30 phone calls the next month and let's say the second month you might get one or two leads but then what happens is when they see that you're doing as you promised you would do and you're calling them being, you know, the Santa Claus of good news about home equity, and you're doing that every month at the same time, you are going to actually start seeing that they want to reciprocate the kindness, and they're going to indeed start delivering to you leads. Yeah, That's how it works. see you coming. <laughs> no chotskis, no yeah. uh, thermometers, no annual calendars. Save your money. That's right. Okay, so point number three, expand your center of influence systematically. Now, why is that? And this is a tried and true number. Now, all of our coaching clients beat this number, but this is your minimum standard. 
10% of the number of people in your database will do business with you or and or refer business to you every year, assuming you're actually communicating with them. If your database is 100 people strong, you'll have 10 transactions yearly from them. 200 equals 20 transactions and so forth. However, smaller is generally better. Don't just dump random leads into your database. Past clients, friends, family, neighbors, people in your sphere of influence do belong on the list. Random people who you can't tell me where you met them or who they are or what they wanted do not belong on the list. And all of you are thinking, well, why would I want to start? People are going to start thinking I'm just desperate. That's why I'm calling them. Um, you know, you, Basically, all this ego, procrastination, excuse making for not actually uh, being of service to other people. I'll give you the real bottom line. If that's the hill you're going to die on, you're not really going to last in real estate. Nope. That That is the absolute truth. We can talk about all the fancy psychology and, you know, we can doctor fill you until the cows come home. But the reality of it is, is if you're not focusing on being of service to that person that you're calling to give them good news, if you're so inwardly focused because your ego has created this, you know, downward adult failure spiral of bad, you know, thoughts about yourself as a real estate sales professional, you are not going to make it in this business. Straight up truth. You've got to elevate yourself away from thinking about yourself. So if the idea of making a phone call to a center of influence and past client, if your next thought or thoughts that seem to rush into all of your minds uh, is something along the lines of, what are they going to think of me? They're going to think I'm desperate. They're going to think I only like them because of the fact that I'm looking at them as a real estate lead. It, I mean, all the other litany of Mickey Mouse you guys allow to influence yourselves to not actually do the real work of real estate. That is the exact opposite of how they're going to perceive your call. How they're going to perceive your call is, you know, Bob is a professional. Bob is calling me, making me feel good because he's giving me good information. That's how they're going to perceive you. If you want to know how to be perceived as a hack agent, don't call them at all. Don't mail them at all. Don't ever communicate with them all. And then get pissy when they list with somebody else. And it's only mildly improved if you send some tchotchke. But both those categories are not going to elevate you in the mind of the seller to be the uh, agent that they will think of when they are thinking of hiring a real estate agent or referring someone to someone else for the job of selling their home. You've got to earn that. You cannot buy it through tchotchkes, social media, or your branding. You have to earn it by having actually picked up the phone, had real conversations with them, and you will discover, you will laugh. You will, I promise mm -hmm. you. You will laugh at the way you thought before if you believed that they were going to have any kind of bad reaction uh, to you being of service to them. Well, see, I think that it's a complete gift when you make those calls because you're making it easier for them to make a decision that they would have had consternation about. That's right. So listen, guys, the next natural step for all of you is to join Premier Coaching. Just text the word Premier to 47372. Text the word Premier to 47372. And when you do, you do get instant access to the first level of Premier Coaching. You, that does include every workday, you will get a semi-private coaching call with a Harris Certified Coach. You will get access to our community. You will get access to the Real Estate Treasure Map and just a whole bunch of other, I mean, really important drilled down content that's perfect for this real estate market, that's perfect for this economy, that's the direction that you know you need in your business. Text the word Premier to 47372, or if you prefer, you could just go to members.timandjulieharris.com, members.timandjulieharris.com. Your homework, after you've texted me directly to ask about eXp Realty, at 512-758-0206. And after, if you've not done so, join Premier Coaching by texting the word Premier to 47372. Remember, 
uh, when texting message and data rates may apply. Your other homework assignment is to absolutely positively start on step one. Get your center of influence and past client list together. Start if you if you come up with a list of thirty people. Then you call one of them every single day for 30 days in a row and then wash, rinse, wash, and repeat the following month. But ideally, if you're really going to challenge yourself, the list that we provide you in Premier Coaching, you're going to put in your old neighbors, your new neighbors. You're going to put in the parents of your kids that they play, used to play with at, for soccer practice. You're going to put in the people you know from church. You're going to put in your dry cleaner. You're going to put in the person that does a great, the UPS guy does a great job for you. You're going to put in every single person into your center of influence past client list. If you have no past clients, then just focus on your center of influence. You have friends, you have neighbors, you have family members. They have friends, they have fan, uh, you know, family members that will also, if they feel comfortable referring you to them, then you have expanded your list organically. That's the most important spoke you'll ever have in your real estate business. So take this seriously, take action on it immediately. We'll talk to you on the podcast tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.